Welcome back to the Alabama Sportsman Podcast. I'm Jamie Sparks. I'm Landon Holtman. Landon, social media has been set on fire this week by this buck that our next guest has killed up in Madison County, Alabama. I can't tell you how many times I've seen it shared in the last week, Jamie. Uh, I know it. it he, has, he has changed the game up there. I'm telling you what, it is a monster buck. And I can't wait to get the official score. Steve Lucas is going to go up there and score it. Now, you know, he, he scores for Buckmasters buck and Whitetail, Alabama Whitetail record book and uh, a couple others. But anyway, he's going to get the, you know, official score. But Brock in this episode tells us what it rough scored, and you would not believe it. Mm. And you will not believe the age that the taxidermy, taxidermist said. Aged it at. Yeah. Aged the jawbone. Man, it's unbelievable. Mm. But this guy right here has set the bar high for himself and his and his friends and family. But I, I'm, I just congratulate him, and I'm so proud of him. A young man like this, getting a big butt like that, I mean, it's just – just wonderful, ain't it, Lenny? Oh, great. Uh, 19, right? He's 19, 19, 19 years, years old. old. Got a book this caliber. I'm telling you, most people have to travel way off, you know, out of state or pay. Yep. This is a free range. Like this is a free range book, people. And y'all will not believe how big of the acreage that he was hunting on when he oh, killed yeah. this book. It's an amazing story. Yeah. Stay tuned, guys. Man, you have set social media on fire here in the state of Alabama. Uh, could yes, you c- could you tell us a little bit about yourself? You, you told me earlier you were 19, so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. How long you been hunting? I've been hunting just about my whole life. Right. We've been deer hunting pretty much my whole life, but we've never really got, like, deep into it. We've just been, like, invited out to friends' properties and stuff with them, and we've just done a little hunting. But mainly we've been duck hunting my whole lives we've really gotten into duck hunting but this past year this little piece of property we've been duck hunting on for about five years i decided to throw out a couple trail cameras to see if there was some does just moving around through there just get some meat in the freezer yeah and second trail camera picture popped up on there was him wow yeah it was a surprise i bet you forgot about those ducks for a while didn't you yeah, dude, I ain't told about them since. <laughs> <laughs> well, was the trail cam picture in the daylight or was it at night? Uh, most of them were at night. Mm-hmm. The first, I think, like three days after I got the trail camera out, uh, we had one picture at um, about 3.30 in the afternoon, and then we had another one about 4.30 in the afternoon. And so how did, yeah. you, how did you decide that, you know, that's where you were going to hunt right there and – what day? How did how did you, how did you just just decide that that's where you was going to hunt and the time you were going to hunt? Did uh, anything play into factor, or was it just opportunity? You know, I I got to go right now. Well, see, when I found the spot in the first, it was like kind of the first time I'd really walked into the woods back there, and there was a bunch of big cedar trees down, like big rows of cedar trees, and then right behind those, it was just nothing but thick stuff, just hard to walk through. Right, and you could like a big you could walk up and down and just see a bunch of deer trails coming through there and I'd really never seen any sign of bucks I never found rapes uh, scrubs I never found uh, scrapes or rubs right but 
um, I threw out like probably 40 pounds of corn that first day in front of the camera just to see, get them does in there. Right. And I came back, I think four days later, and there wasn't a drop of corn left. And I checked that camera and he was in there every night. And then he finally started showing up during the afternoon a little bit. But right down towards when I started, when I killed him, the last couple of days, he was showing up probably five, six, seven minutes after shooting light. Right. And so I was sitting in a tree stand. I was planning on getting out a little bit earlier than shooting light, so mm-hmm. he didn't come in while I was still there, and I'd get stuck in the stand waiting for him to leave. Right. But there's these two does down there sitting underneath me, and they were just kind of playing around, and I was waiting for them to leave so I could get out. And they started leaving, walking off, and they get over about probably 30, 35 yards to my left. And they were just stood there for about five, ten minutes, just looking back through the real thick stuff. Right. And they just turned around and bolted off. And I didn't know. I thought maybe a dog or something was coming through because we're real close to some houses back there. And just kind of looked back over my shoulder, and you could just see his rack just V-lining down this little, it's like this cut-over layer, this little bit of like, it's kind of like a road-looking thing that goes down through the woods. Right. Making his way down there. He was coming straight for you. He was coming straight. He's kind of coming from left to right, sort of, kind of at me. And there was this big, I had like kind of a hole in the woods where I was planning on that being like kind of my kill zone. That's where the camera was. I was planning on him walking right through there. And when I, he finally got up in there after probably two minutes after I laid my eyes on him. It was probably about 60 yards when I first saw him. And... He got in there probably about two minutes after I saw him, and I think I ranged him right before I shot, and he was right at 16 yards, I believe. 16, 16. yards. Well, it sounds like 16 is your lucky number. Uh, yeah. So, 16 yards. Uh, what I read, he was on 16 acres of land is what you were hunting? Right. Wow. Wow. What made you – like the, you said before, it was just you were going in there to duck hunt, right? Yeah, we, we duck hunted that mainly, but this year I really want to get some deer meat. And then, what is it, uh, like a swamp? Deer. Is it like a is it like a beaver swamp or something? Or like a slough, yeah, pothole or something? In the very back of the property, there's like, I guess the beavers, they dammed it up pretty good. There's a good bit of woods back there that's flooded up, and that's where we duck hunt. All right. And creek that runs back through, all the way through the property. And I guess that's what the beavers use, and they kind of blocked up in one spot. So the rest of the woods isn't flooded, so that's the part we deer hunt on. Does the rut in Madison County, do you, if you know, do you, uh, when's the rut usually hit in that county, in that area? I think it's sometime towards late Jan, mid-late January. Because that deer is huge right he is, now. He's that massive. neck on that thing is huge. Yeah. How much did he weigh? He probably weighs about 170, 175. Right. Um, and I know everybody's wondering, and they want to hear it from you, the uh, neck right there on his neck where the blood is. What is that? Yeah, that was when I shot him. Mm-hmm. There was I could see from about halfway his body to the right when he just kind of stopped and stood there for solid 30, 40 seconds. And I shot, and I guess I was just kind of probably – Rushed a little too fast, was nervous, and it shot about six, seven inches to the right. In that picture, when I shot him, he was kind of angled, so in that picture, it looks like I shot him up 
a lot higher than I actually did, but he was kind of angled, so the arrow actually went in right just to the right of his shoulder and then up through the neck and came out that side. Wow. Did he fall right there? Did he, did he run? Did you have to do he, a trail? He kind of jumped up, kind of did a little spin, and kind of dragged about 10 yards and then just died. So you got to sit there and watch him die. Yeah, awesome. I sit watched him. Just kind of looked at him after he laid there for about 15 minutes. Shocked, didn't actually believe it happened. I, think. <laughs> I know one guy that would have shot him again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I probably would have too. <laughs> uh, did you scream and yell? Or what was your first reaction after you realized, okay, after you took your minute, what did you do after that? Did you call your brother? or? Uh, uh, actually, right before he walked out, my phone had died. So my first thing is I had to get out. I had to get back to the truck, get my phone hooked up so I could call my brother and my dad, my stepdad. Right. And uh, my buddy Cole, so I called them, and they didn't believe me. They were like, no way. They're like, you're lying. They're like, you sure you did? They're like, you go look for blood. I was like, I didn't have to. I saw the, I saw the sucker fall. <laughs> and so my brother, he got on the road. He started heading out there, and my, my good buddy Cole, he started coming on out there. And he got here, and uh, my brother's girlfriend's brother, Kate Copeland, he came out there with us, too, and we all got in there and dragged him out. Oh, that's awesome. Did uh, now how many deer have you killed with your bow? That was actually my first bow kill. I killed one doe in my life before this deer, and that was with a rifle. So this is your second deer. This is my second deer and my first buck and my first bow kill. Wow, man, where do you go from here? I mean, golly, what a. I need to get back out there, find some good deer, and I need to get my brother on one and my buddy Cole on one. That yeah, hopefully, hopefully close to this size. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wants one like that. I'm telling you. Uh, that's a question that a lot of people are going to want to know. Is you know, since you you started off with a buck this size and this caliber, are right. you or f- from now on are you going to be picky or are you going to just say okay, you know, that was a one in a lifetime chance right there and you know i just need to bring my standards back down to reality or are you going to stay picking try to because he looks he's probably six seven eight years old what's the old buck well actually about that uh my the guy i have taxidermy right now that has the deer mm-hmm. he took his jaw off and he was looking at the teeth and he said i have a picture of the teeth he they're like all perfect intact he was saying that deer might be four, three and a half four years old oh my gosh mm. the deer was a lot younger than we thought he was going to be yeah by his, by his body but, size what i'm looking at and you know just the mass and all he's got he looks like a you know five six year old deer yeah that's what we thought we were guessing i was like he's probably five six years old he? he's yeah. a brute though i mean everything about him is big that is amazing uh, did you shoot him with a compound bow, or did you uh, shoot him with a crossbow? At first, I was going to use a compound bow, but then after looking at all the trail camera pictures, I was like, I ain't, I ain't going to risk it. I need to get as good, clean shot on him as I can, so I used the crossbow on him. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Uh, and it was small property. I didn't want him to run too far and drop on someone else's property and have to, or in someone's backyard. Right. Uh, were you hunting close to some houses? Uh, I mean, we're probably a good five, six hundred yards from the closest house from where I was hunting. Okay. Shoot, yeah. But 
I mean, you could you could hear people off in the distance. You could hear dogs barking. You could hear people talking, like kids playing stuff. That's so, one. That's one thing about a big buck. Now we we have a hunt club and in Bibb County, and we've hunted all over. But one thing about a big buck, they'll bed and they'll live right where you don't expect them to. Most of the time, they'll live right against the road. Right. You know, there's they're odd creatures, you know, especially a smart one. But, uh, yeah, I understand, but them, those big bugs, they are some smart animals. They are. They are. And if they just think something's wrong, you know. And, and you right. done, and was this the first time you hunted in that place, in that stand? Uh, yeah, I actually put the stand up in that spot, I think, the Wednesday before the Sunday I killed him. Wow. Mm. First sit. And that's the way it usually that, goes. First, I actually had a first sit about a week after I got a first picture of him, but I was sitting, kind of had like a little blind on the ground. I was sitting on and okay. I decided I needed to probably get up in a tree and later that. A few days later, I went out there and put that stand up. And then that first sit in the stand was when I killed him. Right. Does uh, Did you have him score, a rough score, green score? Uh, we had a rough score on him. Mm-hmm. And we got about 186. Oh, God. 186. But I have, I have uh, Steve Lucas from Bugmasters. He's going to come up here, and he's going to get a good official score on it for me. Right, and he will. He's a good one. Uh, He actually, I seen where he posted it. Uh, he was on his, he's going to go up there and score it for you. And I can't wait. Hey, I tell you what, when you get the score, will you please uh, text it to me so we'll know? Yeah, I so, will. So we'll let all the listeners, you know, have an update on that. But uh, does your brother and your buddy, do they uh, deer hunt with you? Uh, they weren't out there with me that day, but, yeah, we do all the deer hunt together pretty often. Mm-hmm. Our buddy, oh, he's really into deer hunting. He's really good. He's killed plenty of plenty of bucks right good deer and he's kind of kind of helped us gave us good tips and stuff on how to get in there and kill them and stuff sounds, and sounds like he gave you a real good one <laughs> yeah <laughs> go sit in that tree okay yeah <laughs> yeah that, that's that's awesome you got a buddy like that to hunt with you your uh dad uh your family don't deer hunt uh we do my stepdad he's big in the deer hunting and my dad he's who got us into deer hunting years ago? He took us deer hunting all our lives. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, my stepdad he's big into bow hunting. He kind of bow hunts. We actually live over here in Decatur, Alabama. Okay. He's bow hunting around Wheeler. Mm-hmm. On that property, and he's killed a couple good deer on there. Well, that's awesome, man. I'm proud of you. I tell you what, I am. I'm real proud of you. A young man like you, being able to take a world class buck like that. And you got some, you know, your brother and your family, and you're you got a good friend hunting with you. I mean, it it don't get any better than that. I mean, that's what it's all it really about. Does. It is. It's just been fantastic experiencing this with these people. Yep. Are you? Uh, you said you were going to school. Are you uh, in college? Yeah, I go to Calhoun. I take welding classes. Okay, good deal, man. We need a lot of welders, and I tell you, welders make money. That's where the money's at. Oh, yeah. That's why, that's why I'm there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Brock, man, I, I sure am glad. I'm sure I'm happy for you that you got this big buck, and, I'm, and I hope you kill many more, and I hope your buddy do, does, and I hope your family does too. And uh, if y'all have any more luck, man, please contact us. We'd love to talk to you and hear your story. And, uh, right. and man, I tell you what, just good luck the rest of the season because hey, you've got a long season to go now. Yeah, we do. <laughs> 
Hey, when you get that mount back, too, send us some pictures of it, and we'll put it up for you. Yeah. All right, will do. Well, Brock, thanks a lot for being on the show, and uh, I know a lot of listeners wanted to hear the story of that buck, and it's a good story, and, and good luck for the rest of the year, man. All right, thanks for having me. All right, thanks a lot, bud. We'll All see right, Brock. You. All right. I told you you wouldn't be disappointed in that show. I tell you, that, that story right there was awesome, Landon. It's a great story, and a <clears throat> great buck to go with it. I mean, a rough scored 186. I'm telling you, and, 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 the, and the guy is just a – sound like he's a great guy, and I can't wait to meet him one day. Oh, yeah, me too. Hopefully we can go hunting with him one day, you know, invite him down for a duck hunt or something. I'll, uh, maybe he'll <clears> take <throat> us to one of his deer hunting homes. <laughs> well, I'll put him on some ducks if he lets me shoot one of those 186 bucks. I'm telling you, maybe he'll <laughs> find him another. And like you said, he's going to put up cameras and hope to, you know, try to keep keep his standards high. It doesn't matter. It just, just have fun, Brock. Just, that's what it's all about. But uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Uh, Facebook, it's Alabama Sportsman. Instagram's one, the number one, Alabama Sportsman. And we now have a, a YouTube channel. Right. It's Alabama Sportsman there. And we're going to start putting these uh, podcasts on there. So this podcast that you just listened to with Brock Creel will be on YouTube. So you can get on there and you can actually see the pictures and, you know, the buck. Watch us do a show with yeah, Brock. Yeah, you can see our studio and see, you know, see our ugly faces. And, uh <laughs> You know, but don't forget to follow us. And if you go to our social media, be sure to like and follow us. And on uh, YouTube, be sure to subscribe. Mash that subscribe button. We want to thank everybody for listening and following us. And we hope everybody has a great and successful deer season this year. All right, guys. We'll see y'all. See you next time.